Welcome again to the Parenting is Heart Work podcast. I'm Scott Taransky, and I'm here with Elena Svetslot, and we are here to help you understand and implement a heart-based approach to parenting. We're excited today because we're going to go back to some foundational issues that open our child's heart and help our child to be ready to receive the instruction that they need. So let's begin this and enter into some very important things that we'll need for today. Hi, everyone. Hi, Dr. Scott. Very exciting to talk about this, in fact, because I think many parents believe they're building relationships with their children, and I'm sure that that's their intention. However, I would like us to help parents think a bit more deeper about what relationships are, how do they build those relationships with their children, and how is their approach to those relationship building? Because not every child needs the same type of relationship building, and that's something that not every parent knows and uses. Relationship is one of the seven tools that we use in the Biblical Parenting Coaching Program. The purpose of relationship is to soften the child's heart. It's an essential piece. Often when parents come to us, by the time they come to us, there's a lot of conflict, tension in the relationship. So one of the first things I'll say to a parent is go back and look for ways to emotionally connect with your child. Look for ways to build that relationship. It's a strategic part of a heart-based approach to parenting. Yeah, indeed. You know, every time we're trying to correct our children or we're trying to um, give them an instruction, the success of those things depends a lot on the relationship we have with them. It's so important that the foundation is strong and that the way we're um, connecting with our children is built up in a relational way that if our relationship is not strong, really all the time, most of the times, giving instructions or trying to correct them fails or goes in, the, in a direction which we don't want it to go. It's exactly right. You know, I don't think relationship is the only thing that we do, but it certainly softens the heart of a child. So when I give parents the assignment to build relationship, often they don't know exactly what I'm talking about because what they'll do is they'll say, well, I, uh, I do things with my kid all the time. And I'm saying, here's what we want to do on the relationship department. We want to find ways that emotionally connect with your child. And that could be tickling. It could be um, talking. It could be cooking together. It could be working on a project. Could just be listening. Could be telling a story. Uh, There's a host of different things that can take place that will enhance enhance this emotional connectedness with the child. We have to see what does this child want? You'll know when you've emotionally connected because the child will beam. You know, they'll smile or their eyes will brighten, and you know that you've made that emotional connection. We need a lot of that in family life. It does a lot to uh, strengthen the bonds necessary for the rest of the kind of parenting that we do. Yeah, indeed, spending time with our children is not necessarily building a relationship with them. And I think what's something that we're missing to think about as parents is what a relationship building means for from the perspective of our child. So let me give you an example. My son is only young. He's almost four years old now, but he loves to play and I love touching. I love to give him hugs and cuddles. And most of the times I do that and he loves it as well. However, he doesn't appreciate it as much as when I go and play with him and I build something together with him. And I see the difference between the type of interaction I love and enjoy, you know, together and the type of uh, interaction he enjoys and thrives on. That's exactly right. When I, I remember when I uh, was younger, my kids were younger, 
I decided I would give each one of my five children a gift of 30 minutes of my time to do whatever they wanted. <laughs> nice. Uh, because I realized that what I tend to do is I tend to spend time with my kids doing things that I want to do or that I like, and I invite them into my enjoyment exercises or whatever. So I remember my one daughter, Melissa, she said, I want to play with dolls. I said, okay, we'll go play with <laughs> dolls in your room. I'm telling you, we did everything you could do with a doll, dressing dolls, acting, all kinds of things with dolls, uh, propping them up, having their stuffed animals talk to them. All, I mean, that was the longest half hour of my life, I think. <laughs> Why? Because it wasn't my favorite way of caring for someone. It was my, wasn't my love language, so to speak, but my daughter really needed that. That's, that meant so much to her because I emotionally connected with her on her level. I, I just think that's what we want to do. You can do that with young children, like in my illustration and Elena's illustration, but you can do that with older children too. What do you do to emotionally connect with them? Very important as we're trying to continue on in family dynamic. Yeah, that's such a lovely story. And I think perhaps when children are younger, um, it's easier to connect with them in that way. And you know, as they grow up, we need to spend more time with them to actually um, get to know them and get to gets to understand what their value in a relationship and children change they change in time they you know when they're young they love to, to to spend time together cuddling and when they grow up perhaps that's not their main their main uh thing that they want to enjoy together but you know listening to them and not necessarily commenting about what they're saying and just being being kind and uh affectionate to them um really can help build up that relationship i know Dr. Scott, that you have this series of A's, words that start with A, that help build relationships, affection, affirmation, acceptance, appreciation, and activities. I really love those. Yeah, it just those are just ideas that get parents started in ways to think about how they can uh, build relationship with their kids. I think it's good. All right, so now we've done it, okay? We've built this, uh, we've had this event, we've done this activity, and our child has responded, we've actually made a connection with that child, what do we do to make this worthwhile in a family? And I would suggest that you wanna celebrate it somehow. You celebrate usually with a comment or some word because some children believe that their parents are antagonists. Some children believe that they're the troublemakers or sometimes children believe their parents don't even like them. And so it's very important to celebrate the connectedness with some form of words or dialogue that puts this stamp of uh, success in what we just did. So you might say to a child, well, we really enjoy spending time together, don't we? Or uh, when we worked on that project together, I felt like we were doing a good job cooperating together. Or I really enjoyed that activity with you. That was great. When we make those kind of statements, we are targeting the beliefs of our children. We're essentially saying to a child that the beliefs that they have, the ones that are about me being the policeman or the judge or whatever you think I am as a parent are different than what I want you to believe. I want you to believe that I am uh, this person who's related to you in a close way. We work together. We solve problems together. And so that continued interaction and then celebration is very valuable in a child's life. Yeah, that's very important, Dr. Scott, because relationships are like a bridge that can 
can take us to things which are, for example, difficult to do, such as correction and instruction routine, whether we have a strong relationship or not with our children, we still need to give them instructions and corrections. And sometimes children believe in their hearts that because we have a good relationship with them and because we have a lot of fun together, you know, we will stop giving them instructions or corrections. And I think when we have uh, a strong relationship, what that helps us do is in fact use that as a bargaining chip when we're, when we're correcting them and we're, you know, and going to them and say, hey, look, you know, I really cherish our relationship and I really love how we're, how we're working together and how we can be successful together. And, but I still need to correct you and I still need to help you develop these skills, you know, to, to develop the, the hard qualities that you need to grow in. And I think this is so valuable that because we are, you know, I think I heard you saying, at some point that, you know, the, uh, the, the value of how we parent can, you know, the, no, a relationship can take a pressure as much as it's, it's strong or, or something on those lines, which I think it's so true. Yeah, what I, what I said was this, that the pressure that we put on a child can only take as much tension as the relationship allows. Absolutely, and that yeah. is a very important thing to keep in mind and remember. So that's one of the reasons we're building this relationship. We, we build relationships just because we want to build relationship. It's good in and of itself. It's a way to love each other and so on, but it's strategic in the change process because children uh, respond better when relationship is present. Let me tell you a story. I was working with a mom recently with a 10-year-old girl who's adopted, and this girl is just really challenging for this mom. They have a hard time getting anything done without resistance. A lot of back talk, arguing, and just the child's contrary a lot to uh, the relationship between mom and her. And so I said, what do you think guys do? What do you enjoy doing? And mom said, well, I think one of the things my daughter enjoys is when I read to her. We're homeschooling and uh, I do read to her uh, every day. And she likes that. I said, okay, well, why don't you do this? Why don't you read to her and then make a statement about it, celebrate it by saying, no, we really enjoy reading together, don't we? I can hardly wait to see what's going to happen next in the next chapter. Uh, and I know that's exciting for you too. So I just enjoy doing that with you, that special thing we share together. Well, the next day when mom was reading, as she was reading, her daughter put her head down on mom's lap while she was reading. Mom was shocked because she's never done that before. You see, what happened was this girl was recognizing that reading was this connecting point, was enjoying that and cherishing it herself. And this was a, just a demonstration of this emotional connection that was taking place between them. Yeah, I think parents are so busy nowadays and they're so focused. We as a society are so focused on getting the task done, getting things done. You know, we have such a level of perfectionism within, you know, in, in us as, as people, but also uh, the way we live. And I, I think having this patience also with your child and also actually focusing on the heart and the, the, the changes that happen there and looking beyond the task itself can also really bring so much value for parents. And I know it's hard. I know I've been there, you know, I was a very busy mother. Um, and it, it's just, it, it's a shift of the way we think and it takes time and it takes a lot of energy for parents, but it's so worthwhile in the, in the end. And it's really bringing so much joy for both 
parents and for children and relationships are something that are built to last you know it's not some it's not a gift you give your child that's going to get broken it's not you know something you indulge your child with but it's something that you build and it's going to last forever um values and um uh values are are passed through this through, through the relationships that we're building with our children i think that's so important yeah you're right you know in deuteronomy chapter 6 when it talks about uh taking these things it says that i've taught you these laws that you've learned um moses is saying and put them on your hearts he says impress them on your hearts and then teach them to your children when you do relationship when you walk along the road when you get up in the morning when you go to bed at night when you're sitting down it's during relationship that you're going to be able to pass on the values and convictions to your child. So, uh, yes, I would agree. Relationships are this like vehicle through which values and convictions are passed. So we want to make sure that relationship is high as we're continuing on. Dr. Scott, in your work with parents, what were some of the challenges or some of the things that you saw parents be successful or, you know, have, have a hard time when it came to building relationships? Well, I think one of the things that happens is that sometimes parents uh, are so focused on um, getting things done and kind of Rambo mode. You know, we've got to get all these things done during the day that relationship gets pushed off to the side. That's one. Another one is in homeschooling. I remember we homeschooled our children that we would get done with all the tasks. You know, we homeschooled because of relationship. We want to have close relationships with our kids. And I felt like sometimes, okay, homeschooling is done. I need to get to my stuff. But the homeschooling, didn't really get the relational points that I was hoping it would get. Sometimes what would take place is that tension would develop as we're trying to work through math or memorize spelling words. And, and sometimes the best relational connectedness took place outside of the homeschooling environment with children. I think sometimes um, parents themselves have some challenges relationally, uh, just developing close relationships and don't know how to do it. And mm-hmm. so they struggle there. I think also sometimes parents feel like if they're too relational with their children, then they'll get soft and their children won't then respond to them. All of those kinds of things, of course, we have to deal with and work through so that we can build relationship with our children. Our kids need it. And we have something that we can offer them to strengthen their hearts and help them significantly. Yeah, very valuable advice there. And I really love the, the fact that as you mentioned earlier, you gave your children 30 minutes of your time. So it seems that in today's world where everything is getting busier and busier, we're pulled in so many different directions. Actually planning and setting uh, aside time with our children to spend together and using the time we have together in a, in a way that's meaningful, you know, whether we are driving around our children to activities or sports activities or even when we are spending time eating around the table or watching a movie together, using those times in meaningful ways can really help parents um, get, you know, get to build that strong relationship with their children and build you know, empathy together, work on the, the areas, open up the hearts of their children to work on the areas that they want to see development. Yeah, I, I really like the idea of mealtimes. I think that successful families eat together. Maybe not every night, but as many times as they can, they eat together around the table. TV, electronics, turned off, sitting around, interacting. 
And then it's very important on a parenting strategy level that we don't overemphasize manners or diet. If we're telling our kids, take another bite, take another bite, it makes uh, the mealtime into a task. The most important part of the mealtime is the social benefit, the social development that takes place, telling a story, asking questions. And so I would take advantage of the relationship components that uh, we could have at mealtimes as well. It reminds me of that Bible verse in Re- Revelation 3.20, where it says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If mm-hmm. anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I'll come into him and eat with him and he with me. The idea here is that Jesus wants to have relationship with us. When God starts the plan of change in our lives, where does he start? He starts with relationship. When we have a close relationship with God, all kinds of good things happen, and God is able to bring about change in our lives. So let's go back to this idea of relationship, strengthen that with our children. And yes, we have all these other things we need to do, and we have to implement the other six principles as well as this one. But let's stick with this one uh, for the time being really work on it because it will provide a foundation and a benefit that will have lasting impact on a child's heart. Yeah, indeed, indeed, very strong. And please remember that for every child, you need to think about their way of relating, their way of building relationship. Like we mentioned in the beginning, it's so important to connect in a different way and in a way that's meaningful for them. Dr. Scott, it was really lovely to um, talk today together. Shall we uh, give parents a task for next week? Shall we say spend uh, 30 minutes or spend as much uh, time as we can possibly do with your child in a meaningful way and see what you learn about your child? Is that, is that a good task to give? That's good. You know, here's what I would suggest. Parents, take a moment, take a few minutes and build your relationship with Christ and just say, God, what would be the best way for me to connect with my child? Thank you for connecting with me, Lord. I want to I want to connect with my child. Would you reveal to me what would be the best way for me to do that? And then allow God's Holy Spirit to just, the Holy Spirit to just work in your heart to prompt you in a particular way and ask for some victories in this area. See what God does. We'd be able, we'd be interested in hearing your responses. There's ways to comment on uh, what we're putting down here and the things that we're saying. So make comments. Uh, where you can in response to these podcasts and tell us the stories of what you're doing. We'd be eager to hear about them. Amen. Such a wonderful idea, Dr. Scott. Now, if you found this podcast useful, be sure to subscribe and share it with other parents that you think might be in need of advice and ideas in, in their parenting journey. And for more information, please visit biblicalparenting.org. And there you can find many useful resources. And also you can learn about the ministry that Dr. Scott is leading. If you want to get in touch with me, you can do that by visiting my website, elenajvetslot.com. And you can follow Parenting is Hard Work on Facebook, on LinkedIn, and Instagram. It was really wonderful to be here together. Have a great rest of the week.